Real, real tough talk, Stuart. Why don't you shut your mouth and bring it, pal, huh? Let me just say this. A little beard conditioner would go a long way <laughs> towards me. And let me tell you this, Rollins, I will bring it. Although, unfortunately, I don't have it with me right now. <laughs> so I will perhaps look for it and meet you somewhere at a later date, like a gentleman. <laughs> Hello, welcome to. Hi, Dave. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, welcome to Cheap Podcast, episode number forty-three. This is the unprofessional podcast about professional wrestling. <laughs> I am your host, Dave. The molecular man. Rudden. I'm Henry. I should make that character. I'm Henry Stardust Gilbert, uh, and I'm Chris Clark Kent. Uh, I'm referencing a f- mm. another fucking podcast. This you experimented a little bit uh. in, uh, in Smallville. <laughs> Did you see the? Um, have you watched the um, the clips of like Vince saying live from New York? Yeah. He did it on the rocks. The first rock. I, I watched it because this is it neither here the, nor there. It was in the heart of Attitude Era. I did an article on LaserTimePodcast.com mm. about SNL superhero clips, and trying to find them is really hard mm-hmm. because the Yahoo has exclusive terrible. rights, and Hulu has these weird exclusive rights, and Yahoo, all they put up for like the Rocks episode is one of my favorites. Yeah. It's great. And they have no sketches, but they have the monologue for every episode ever. Mm. And including the cold open for some things, but especially the WWE episode, because Big Show, Triple H, mm-hmm. and McFoley show up, and I, I forget exactly how it goes, and he's like, no, guys, you got to be on your best behavior. Don't hit rock. Can uh, I just get him with a folding chair? No, no you can't get him with a folding chair. It's, it's funny joke that works, because Big Show can hide an entire folding chair behind yeah. his back with one arm. And he's acting extra silly. Yes, and... he's being really silly, and he's like, look, this is a distinct honor that many of you could maybe have in the future, but this one's mine. Why <laughs> from New York! That's it. <laughs> he, and you see, I like seeing the happiness on his face, but it, he does. He's aware of the honor he's mm-hmm. it's been bestowed on him. Though also, like Saturday Night Live has a history with the pro wrestling, mm-hmm. yeah. and also that like he was buddies with Dick Ebersol. Yes, and uh, and that Saturday Night's main event would sometimes take the set. It would be like yeah. the pre-show to Saturday Night Live. In my town, it was the post-show. There would be a. There'd be an hour-long wrestling recap oh. after SNL, oh, wow. uh, if not the Apollo show. And there was the uh, one episode that was delayed by the XFL. It was, what? It was the Jennifer Lawrence. Um, what? Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence was on the episode. That's impossible. And I just remember Tracy Morgan being in the monologue, and I think they even refer like reference like, "Yeah, we're being delayed." Like that's impossible. It, yeah, it was well, it delayed have been by Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Sorry, yeah. yes, Lopez. Uh, shit. Yeah. Well, that I don't know. That yeah. was fun and. Uh, Shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, really... No, it was it, like um, we were we were watching Raw just now. Yeah, by a pi- via a pirated on some someone's sky computer. stream because on the West Coast we can't see W like Raw live. Yeah, but England can at four in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and and Tokyo can at like eleven in the morning too, as I can attest. Yeah, and and like, but we can't, and it's happening out like miles away. Man. We can't see it. Uh, and I was sort of pissed about that, and then I'm like, man, I'm gonna wait for it to go all streaming, and then I got sort of bummed out. Because when you think like when WWE may pull out of television and mm-hmm. be of twenty four like a just sole streaming thing, and that would then make WWE and again this is me mixing up my own two cultures as a millennial and a mm-hmm. Gen Xer, it would make WWE an internet thing, air quotes. Huh. And and yeah. them hosting Saturday Night Live would be impossible like watching that episode, like when this was so mainstream and popular yeah. that you devote 10 whole minutes to these wrestling personalities not not triple H, not Horatio Hurst Helmsley mm-hmm. but like Triple H the character is who's on <laughs> SNL Horatio yeah. Hurst what I say <laughs> uh, Horatio Hurst Horatio Hurst of the rock uh, but the, but like that wouldn't happen they will not grow if they're on the internet solely as a subscription service, they'll never discover a new audience if you, there's only a paywall and, to see Well, shit. I mean, they mm-hmm. just renegotiated their cable contract. Did they recently? Yeah. Yeah, for like another five years or something. And that cable show we watched was The Raw mm-hmm. following Fastlane. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll, we're going to Unlike take... most episodes, we recorded this at the next night. Yes, because we were all at the uh, Oxers The together. Oscars. Should we just tell everybody the weird describe the weird circumstances in general? Now? It was a uh, yeah. Um, it was playing on two screens at our, our friend Charlie Barrett's place because mm-hmm. we weren't going to miss the Charlie Oscars. Barrett. We weren't going to miss the Oscars, but we also didn't want to miss wrestling either. Yeah, so I was willing to let it go. It, it, like <laughs> the wrestling was definitely the lesser. Uh, it was on the other screen, muted with captions. But that made it really great whenever there was a musical performance. Yeah, because who was having their entrance when somebody was singing this heartfelt song? Oh, was it, Rusev? Yeah, it was Rusev. It was Rusev. It during... looks great. He's holding up the belt and, and uh, yeah. gesticulating at God while this this other person is perhaps singing about <laughs> God or an unjust one who lets Selma happen. And Jared <laughs> Jared Leto presenting at the same time that um, <laughs> that uh, Bray Wyatt came out in the in the casket. They happen. look so similar. They do look similar. Well, one's yeah. just a little huskier than the other. Mm-hmm. That's very mean, but... the Leto. Uh, but it was also funny to watch uh, to see how how much more interested in wrestling oh, our great. our friend's two year old daughter was <laughs> Didn't than, give a than Oscar. Yeah. Like even like glanced at the Lego musical number, but the Rusev match mm. transfixed. <laughs> she I couldn't believe in like in like, they are wearing bright colors. Also, they haven't running around shown her like frozen. Mm-hmm. She knows who Elsa is through like merchandise and well, shit. Well, it's rare she even sees television. Yeah, think, and but. so like they kept having to say, "They're just playing. They're uh, just playing." I'm like, "Really? No offense, but like <laughs> if this is her first look at <laughs> TV. Like, might require a little more explanation." Don't than tell that. them how to parent their I'm child. I'm not. Chris. I'm telling you guys how they should parent their child. <laughs> okay. I think they should have locked her in a room and kept her away from us the entire night. Now yeah. I, no, I, I love. I Ended love up her scratching her so in the much. eye. I felt bad about it. What? I just put my hand down and she ran by it, like ran by my yeah. leg. She's made of like rubber, a, like a little ghost. At the end of the night when she was in her jammies, oh, so adorable. What I think we'll go through the pay per view. Uh, you guys can recall what you can from uh, you know watching it <laughs> so, on uh, the other screen, and uh, I'll, I'll pepper in raw results uh, as well. A, a quick note about the pre show. I I, did I didn't watch, watch that. I watched the pre show some on the bus mm-hmm. ride there. And it was a good pre-show. Like, my takeaways from it were, one, uh, Dean Ambrose had a great pre-show thing about, like, here's how awesome the IC te- championship is. I really want it. Hmm. 
that did. I, I knew it wouldn't play out on the show that way in the yeah. slightest, but it was a really great pre-show thing. And then when they talked about how Nikki Bella, the Bellas were acting like mean girls to mm-hmm. Paige, then uh, somebody said like, oh, like Regina George, right? Corey Graves was like, oh, Regina George from Mean Girls. And then huh? she <laughs> like Renee Young then explained the plot of Mean Girls to Booker T and, <laughs> and Corey Graves. Wait, wait a minute. They, they're still black Sadie clothes. They were mean <laughs> girls to this other girl. Wait, a, wait a minute. Lindsay Lohan is the nice girl. That doesn't make any what sense. What class Tim Meadows tea? <laughs> <laughs> Tim Meadows is so funny in that movie. All Tim right. Meadows is the best. So the opening match at Fastlane was the six-man tag with uh, Rollins, Big Show, and Kane against uh, Ziggler, Rowan, and Ryback. I watched it on Raw. <sighs> uh, I didn't All like- I remember is Corporate Kane getting his, the first win I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I thought the ending was neat. It was uh, Ziggler being like uh, on the top rope doing like his 10 punch and then... Uh, it was way too late in the match to do it. He should have known yeah. that was a mistake. And Big Show just like bopping around the corner and punched him in the head. He did a jumping <laughs> Superman punch of the WMD. Yeah. And that they also like... They protected Ziggler to the extent of like he got hit with that and a choke slam. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. okay, it took that much to beat Ziggler. But... That Ziggler had to take the fall, not mm-hmm. Eric Rowan, the loseriest loser in loser town. Mm-hmm. I did get to hear his uh, Emmett Otter theme for the first time. That was pretty great. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so following no hole in yeah, following up that on Raw, Ziggler did he did beat uh, Wade Barrett, the loseriest Ugh. loser on the roster. Well, our truth, yeah, our truth is. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, actually, another loser like got a win on Raw, but uh, but yeah. So what? So Ziggler's like. It, they just also put Ziggler in a non-title match for the IC champ just to say like, hey, Ziggler, we got nothing for you. It's not going to be Rollins because this other guy's back for Rollins. So mm-hmm. you can just go over there, Dolph. And Dolph's like, but but I I won Survivor Series. It was great. They're like, eh, nice. That's nice, Ziggler. <laughs> you go over there. I'm 34 years old. I'm not getting younger. Like, please, <laughs> I've been doing this for five years now. Can you guys do something with me? Go over there, Ron. Yeah, I mean, hopefully they'll they'll give him a singles match. I'm like, because last year was just one of the bodies they threw in the 30 man uh, yeah. battle royal. Hopefully they'll give him a little bit more at WrestleMania at least. Hopefully. Uh, so the next match was Gold Goldust versus Stardust. Uh, speaking of that? speaking of something that won't play out until WrestleMania, Goldust beat Stardust, but accidentally. Uh, it was a he outsmarted him with a good outsmarted. wrestling hold while Stardust was being crazy. I just looked. I looked. I turned away and then. Stardust had been beaten and is like, what? Yeah. What even happened? It was ex- it, the classic experience versus youth. Yeah. Just like that. He was outpowered by Stardust, <laughs> but he knew a more interesting special hold and when to use it and yeah. to hold his uh, shoulders. But why were they things. wrestling? I don't know that. Because they broke up. They, they had lo- tag team turmoil. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, like the bigger. Stardust was disappointed yeah. with Goldust. The they bigger the story is like Cody is angry, like. His brother came back and like has just been like a drain on him as long as he's been around, even though they were a great tag team for a long time. Uh, and he's just like I like Cody Rhodes is dead. Stardust like has consumed him because you guys have like drained on me throughout. Like bringing back Cody Rhodes, like having Dusty Rhodes come back, like all that is it kind looked of like Dusty was disappointed in Cody. Yeah, I mean that is like like Cody is just like disowning them. Watching in a cab here, people. If you yeah. will, <laughs> um, I Dusty think Rhodes. F- 
fuck the Miz getting another movie. <laughs> Stardust and Goldust should have like a, a kiss in the Phantom Circus style yeah. movie. Yeah. Where are we going, boys? <laughs> <laughs> I did like Stardust's new outfit. Like he's no longer yeah. ha- he, he used to have basically Goldust's colors. outfit yeah. with a different like face paint. Now he's like he's got like pants mm-hmm. or not pants, but wrestling tights, whatever. And no, like a uh, top part that Goldust topless does. makes him look naked. Like it's so yeah. weird. But he's, he's all he's also got the body for it. Whereas like Goldust was he's, like he's stunning Cody Rhodes. Yeah, Goldust was always like uh, he he sometimes fit. He sometimes uh, <laughs> not, not. Not anymore. He looks yeah. like he looks like Bobby Hill and Darth Maul makeup. Yeah, I mean well, Goldust look, is great shape for his age. <laughs> Dustin Runnels shape. has never been in great shape, and he and he. He inherited his father's genetics. I'm, I'm guessing that Cody <laughs> yeah. got his mother's, I suppose. But like, same, 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 mammy. Yeah. No, they're not the same mother. Really? Clearly, I don't think huh. so. Huh. I'll look this up. But anyway, Dustin Runnels has never been in great shape, and he is actually in the best shape of his life. I would dare say yeah. at the moment. Well, what's the the rumors that he's retiring? Well, he's old, and he's he's better. But off. I mean, is that a rumor we say just because he's old? No, or, he, he isn't. His he's. He's in his mid-40s. Guys from his generation aren't wrestling anymore except for him, Kane, Big Show, and Triple H. And Taker. sort of Undertaker doesn't count now. He wrestles one match a year. I mean, Goldust is wrestling like twice a That's week true. at least. He's having real, yeah, and Jericho. Like, they're yeah. kind of it. And he's better off training people in NXT anyway. Yeah. So this is just like a nostalgia feud, really. It's just like, okay, this is the end for you. And if they can like have a match at WrestleMania, that'd be totally cool. Because Stardust and Goldust. Yeah, I don't like, want to see him fight. A Dave. final match for Goldust, even though like this match, I rewatched it. I rewatched everything mm-hmm. the next day. Uh, I want to see them team up and solve crimes. Uh, it, this one was like nobody cared at the arena, but I don't oh, think really? that many. I, it was just like I the, heard it was a terrible crowd. Yeah, I, I I didn't actually listen to the whole show. I watched most of it on. I blame the the, the crowd in Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> That's a call forward. Uh, <laughs> did you know that? Uh, okay, so well, also that as I mentioned before, Cody Rhodes from Marietta, Georgia, where I lived, uh, he was born, he was born in 1985, Marietta, Georgia. We lived there at the same time. He's, he's my oh, brother's age. Really? And, and then also, you guys a, future, cross hayseeds? A, well, a future guest of laser time went to high school with one Cody Rhodes. Oh, wow. Uh, so Cody was on raw where he lost again. Sorry, Stardust lost on Boo. Raw to Jack Swagger because Goldust Boo. distracted distracted what Stardust. What do we need to do to get these two back together again? You're two uh, weirdos. You're yeah. meant for one another. I, yeah, I mean, like I just hope they haven't. Like they also announced during uh, Raw that there's going to be the 30 man battle royal mm-hmm. again, like they did last year, which is nice. Yeah. It's like it's nice that everybody has a role at WrestleMania. But I worry that they think like, oh yeah, we can just put Goldust and Stardust in the battle royal, and they'll solve their feud during the battle royal. I hope that's not what happens. Can you have a B-story during the uh, Battle yeah. Royal? I mean, it's long it's, enough. It'll be 10, 12 minutes or whatever. Is it weird whatever. that I'm having trouble saying Battle Royal? Mm-hmm. Battle Royale. Battle yeah. Royale. But no, he... Look, the the they should have a real match. Those two deserve a match of mania. Give them just 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, it's a four-hour show. Just let him have 10 minutes and be like, goodbye, gold dust. Mm-hmm. Though he's more of a Texan, like, so maybe, maybe goodbye in Texas. Give, give him another whole year. No, he's a, yeah. he's a California guy. All right. It's not so, too yeah. much to ask, but the action figure promo could go long, so they'll mm-hmm. probably cut the match. Yeah. Uh, uh, P. Diddy's performance also. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, so the next match on the Fastlane card was... Yeah, see, different brothers. Yahoo Answers oh, wow. say the different mother. Oh, well, yes. uh, Yahoo Answers C- says... Clearly, Cody is from the wife uh, yeah. that he gained when he was wealthier. Yeah. <laughs> the higher class wife. Yes. Mm. The Yahoo Answer for how uh, uh, Rhodes' babies It forms. sounds like I was saying something super shitty there, but what I really was just saying, Cody Rhodes is gorgeous. <laughs> He's great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Grow out a mustache. You're a beautiful man. All right. Uh, so, uh, speaking of beautiful Listen men, to Jack Swagger. <laughs> uh, the uh, the next match on the Fastlane card was the tag team championship match with the Usos against Tyson Kidd and Cesaro. Yeah. I don't know. The match itself was okay. Yeah. Um, they they those four have wrestled so many, or actually six when you count the two. Um, oh, the ladies, the Cameron valets. and yeah, they, Cameron. They've wrestled in so many different permutations over the last month leading into this match, and that's like a problem with the tag team division in the whole. And, because there's a whole. only four tag teams. Yeah, so they'll fight each other like one on one over the over the ensuing month, or non title matches, then the three man tags, and all that stuff. So a six man mixed tag that reminds me of the girls' soccer league uh, in my hometown. <laughs> there were four teams, okay. and they were like, "We have to do this every Sunday." Yeah, like play one yeah. another. So when what they did eventually, okay, every guy team now takes three girls. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And uh, that's, that's what happened. Uh, that's nice. That's it's egalitarian. Um, but, okay. So, uh, I don't want to tell you I panned out. Look, the... I got fingered. <laughs> guys. Uh, what, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, that uh, Cesaro and Tyson just got shoved together, like, seemingly just because you know, these two don't have anything going on. And just through, like, sheer will and taking it seriously... Was it working? Yeah. yeah. Well, they, I mean, they, they won, won the, the championship. I don't think I've seen a match with them yet, but it still bums me out to see Cesaro, like... Here, you go over here with this guy. We don't want to fire you yet. It's almost like punishment. It it seemed like a demotion, but Cesaro makes great work out of anything because he is GOAT, man. Mm -hmm. Well, that's too strong a word for him, but he's the best in-ring dude they've got. And I love that Tyson and him are just creative dudes who, like, probably with no direction from anybody but themselves... They just made up a ton of awesome team moves. Okay. Like, yeah, they did. Well, for one, like Cesaro brought back the swing, mm-hmm. and now Tyson does it into a drop kick, though. So it's not like, mm. well, I'll do a swing for twenty seconds and then drop you. The end. Like now, it's like swing five times, oh, kick wow. from Tyson Kidd. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so they again fought at, on Raw. Uh, they had their prerequisite rematch. This happens. Yeah. It's a rematch that happens with every championship. Championship title change means rematch. Yeah. And if it's the next night on Raw, that usually means that there won't be a title change, which is what happened here. Except when it is, like when Dolph Ziggler won back the IC title it, from the Miz. Yeah, I would say it's like one every like 10 times. Mm-hmm. But usually like if they say, I'm going to cash in my rematch next month, then that's when uh, maybe they'll lose. Yeah. But, uh, they save it for the next PPV. Yeah. So, But in this case, the Usos won by disqualification because uh, Natalia... Hit a nut shot on Jimmy's. Like he, she, he. I guess I didn't know they still did low blows, but she did that, and that, that's that's nice because like a part of the the Tyson Kid Cesaro tag team when they first started was that they both ignored Natalia, who's a Tyson Kid's wife. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the two bros who ignore the one bro's wife gimmick, it's, but it, now it seems like she's taking more of an active role in the, the gimmick team. I play. Well, it's also weird that Natty is like, she's an evil manager with them, and then she's like kind of good when she's by herself in Diva's matches. They they don't seem to be committed to her character in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. 
I'm saying they are terrible at writing women. As NXT, I call her versatile, Henry. <laughs> as T as as NXT has convinced me, like, oh yeah, regular Raw is terrible at writing women. They don't give two shits. Yeah. Uh, Sasha Banks, the best. Mm-hmm. The Just boss. Out of curiosity, do you think there's um, a lack of interest in the audience? Maybe the audience is partially I, to blame. When, when, yes, but well, I'm, I'm saying when I watch the NXT matches, the female matches, like the audience is fucking on their feet. Yeah, they're really, they're really ready and really excited. To it's see never it. like it's denoted not as like okay, main yeah. event's about to happen. Here's your ladies' match. Yeah, it doesn't go. Work like that. Uh, I make pee pee and get well, some drinks. I, yeah, I think that's you can't blame the audience, but they have been told for decades Perhaps. that a women's match is meaningless. Perhaps like that so. That like that's what will suck to like try to re-educate the audience that a women's match is not just TNA and, and garbage just, characters. There's a vibe from that crowd when the women's match starts, and maybe it is the placement because mm-hmm. it it is like the go take a piss mm-hmm. yeah. portion. Well, even if it's treated seriously for like even if it's treated seriously for like a month, mm-hmm. like that that can't undo years of telling your audience that a women's match doesn't matter. It's the but they there's more. I just feel I, maybe I pay more attention to NXT, but there's some more. They immediately start the thing with a story package mm-hmm. that yeah. catches you up, and I don't they, see that at all. Like, here's Paige again. Yes, they treat it like it's a regular match instead of the one with the women you're not supposed to care about. Mm. Look, the, this all comes down to Vince McMahon I'm and Kevin. Question: mm-hmm. Don't you get mad at me, Henry. Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn, the exec, like an executive producer at WWE, childhood best friend of mine too. Neither <laughs> of them particularly respect women. Kevin Dunn especially is guilty of being like. I've heard from him. I, I've listened to a million interviews. Where like, oh yeah, this guy's a sexist piece of shit. You'll be lucky when he's gone because he treats the women terribly and and thinks they're awful. And the story, one story I read of like Charlotte, who is the Brock Lesnar of the women's division. Like she in NXT, she is that good. Like they're like, eh, she doesn't have the diva look, which means like, oh yeah, she has too many muscles and is too <laughs> tall and doesn't look like a model. So clearly. Clearly, she shouldn't be on TV because it's only about how she looks. It's really weird. Even though she is beautiful. Like, Charlotte's beautiful. They need a Melissa McCarthy of wrestling. <laughs> they had her. Bertha Faye, the yeah. trailer park queen, married <laughs> to The Fink. Really? In yep. real life? Yep. Wow. Shoot married to The Fink. Oh. Uh, I have had too many. This has been too many emergencies here. Um, well, uh, well, there's a little bit more uh, ladies wrestling to talk about because uh, the next on the Fastlane card was Nikki Bella versus Paige, which was Ooh. just a, kind of a forgettable match. Yeah. Like, Paige can have a good match. I know Nikki Bella has had a couple of mad ma- matches, but this one was just like, uh, didn't Nikki's really better register. than she's ever been. Like, she's she's been up in her game. She's been trying hard, you know, whether it's because, as they show in Total Divas, that... Yeah. John Cena has been teaching her how to wrestle, though I think you should believe nothing on Turtle Divas is real. Uh, but however it is, like she's she's gotten way better, and and also like Brie, I I regret ever thinking Brie was my favorite of the two of them because Nikki is the queen. Uh, mm. She is the best. Brie is totally just in her shadow and just like happy, like oh yeah, I'm in your shadow. I don't care. Mm. Uh, she's basically like Ms. Dow. Would you say she's the belle of the ball? <laughs> mm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Though now that I've read, I've read on, I've read on Uproxx her. <laughs> that was good. I've read on Uproxx her her Nikki's outfits were referred to as sexy baseball player, and that's really kind of that's kind of undermined her look for me a bit. Like, she does look like a Warriors gang member. Yeah, I feel uh, though. I also feel bad for her that like her breasts, which are rocking, like she has great boobs, but. Mm. 
they're also like they are too they're too free like she 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 wears such low cut things to too accentuate free. her things but like they get she is constantly adjusting her she top is, like get in line boobies you stay right there <laughs> Urgh, the triple sided tape is not holding it in like mm. <laughs> all right uh, so also on raw the bella twins uh, took on Paige and emma and they beat uh, oh, they, they beat uh, Emma was the one who took the pinfall right. probably Good. in two minutes uh, I, I remember it was airing when we were getting pizza and none of us were paying attention to it so uh, raw? we're part of the problem also right. there was that weird turnbuckle cam shot in the in the yeah. Bella's match on, on the pay-per-view like I couldn't I couldn't weird. hear it over the sound of boyhood losing yeah <laughs> now at that yeah. point it would have just been like the memoriam or something mm-hmm. for Richard uh, Linklater my dream <laughs> poor Richard Linklater so uh, up next was uh, Bad News Barrett versus Dean Ambrose, which Bad News Barrett Blech. won via disqualification because Dean Ambrose. That was a raw match him. ending. That was garbage, yeah. man. That, or like a SmackDown match. Mm-hmm. Still great to see that um, with Charlie, his cousin, in attendance. <laughs> yeah. Who really does look a lot like Charlie, <laughs> just <laughs> with like 100 pounds added to his frame. 120 pounds. Right. But he's like, he's. Well, they're both of British stock. They're yeah. both like, they both have like a triangle face like faces that like if you had to make a shape uh, that's my favorite they might be giant song but yeah, all right face. so look triangle face. the ic championship is my favorite title i love that title so much it was my favorite i had the replica of that belt as a little kid i love that title i need to see a picture of this and, immediately but but that's why it makes me so sad that it has become the the biggest joke of a championship more so than the u.s title would you think they'd make the icy title be the one that matters more because that has the WWF history? But, like, everybody who had it, like, did worse when they held it. Up to, like, but Barrett is the worst example of it by far. He has lost almost every television match, including the one on Raw tonight. Mm-hmm. But even the the other IC champs who were losing their non-title matches, they would at least win their title matches on pay-per-view. Yeah. And Barrett lost in the like shittiest way possible. Of oh, it was a uh, oh, he's too rough. Mm-hmm. The ref told him the ref counted to five, and Dean Ambrose didn't stop. Match over. Mm-hmm. How that worked? Jesus. Yeah, it's the yeah. worst. It is the worst. I ending. do remember that actually. I they do, do it that. too much, and that's why it was so great on NXT. When Kevin Owens beat Sami Zayn, the ref stopped it for roughness, and the audience was just like, oh, the title didn't change. Boo, boo. And they hand the title to Kevin Owens. They're like, oh, wait, yeah, this was a TKO. He won. Like, Mm -hmm. he beat this guy. He wasn't too rough. He won. Uh, Bad match. Ambrose should just fucking won the IC title and face somebody who wasn't Wade Barrett. Yeah, I'm guessing this is another uh, they'll drag this out till Wrestlemania. <sighs> Dean Ambrose will get like a six minute match to win it. Yeah. Oh boy. Title. Big, you know, I just, I watched the main event on raw tonight. I thought, well, here's two guys, the shield guys. And my a guy who was my favorite in the shield when they were together, like probably appeared in the first hour of the show mm. and whined about how he didn't win the IC title. I'm like, man, this fucking sucks for Ambrose. Like he was so good, but he's lost all the time. Like he never wins either. Like, I know it's all fake. Mm-hmm. It wins and losses shouldn't matter, but it's how you present a character and how in their importance. If they lose, if they can't win the big one, then they're not as important as the other guy. Uh, so moving on to the penultimate match, uh, which was Rusev versus oh, John Cena. Yeah. Which it, it, this is almost seems like it's going in reverse of 
uh, John Cena versus Bray Wyatt last year, whereas John Cena won their match at WrestleMania, then he lost when it did matter. Mm-hmm. This seems like John Cena got his loss where it doesn't matter out of the way first, and then he'll win and break Rusev's undefeated streak at WrestleMania. And I get, I'm get, i betting that the title won't be on the line because it'll be more of a grudge match sort of thing. Whereas this kind of like... Did he lose? I didn't see it. John Cena technically yep. lost. Mm. It was like a screwy finish where... Uh, One of the he, first times Rusev's ever had to outright cheat for a win. Yeah, so like Lana kind of... Distracted the ref. Distracted the I ref. Uh, Rusev kicked John Cena in the nuts, and then <laughs> and in the face. Then he yeah, and then he put him in the accolade right in the where he passed out. And uh, oh yeah, sorry, I did see that. Yeah, that looked it was good acting on Cena's part. Yeah. Too. It looked like he was losing blood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It looked it looked it was hard to watch. It was a good knockout. I I would kind of like to see honestly, like Cena, Cena having a run with the U.S. title and giving it some as prestige like that it'd be great like it would be like shinsuke nakamura with the icy title i don't know if he would do it no i don't it's it's beneath him nobody guys on the level of Rey mysterio jericho mm-hmm. rob van dam those guys win world titles and go back down to ic champ but if you were the face of the company the real a number one dude yeah you don't go back down to secondary belts maybe when you're in your 50s you do but <laughs> not when you're 37 years old mm-hmm. like the leader of the C Nation. Mm. Uh, but I, I would love to see him with the U.S. title. But yeah, like I think that having the, the, the belt up for grabs in the first place, it, like I, at that point I kind of knew this ending. <laughs> like I, I didn't expect Cena to actually win the title because it is beneath him. Like him going to WrestleMania with, the, with that belt when there's a more important belt being <laughs> defended, that would be like... Not something I say. I Meryl would say Street like winning best supporting actress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, but it's beneath her. She's it, the best actress. <laughs> well, though it also sucks for Cena that like he can't. He's having to step back. He's choosing to step back. He's like, I can't be in the world title picture all the time. Yeah. I especially have to make rain, uh, room for Reigns mm-hmm. to, so he can be the new John Cena. So I got to step back. And maybe they're also setting up for like. I wonder if they're imagining WrestleMania 32 main event of Rain Cena and yeah. the passing of the torch. Like, yeah. that could be it. Like, but I feel like this will be like last year's WrestleMania, where it's like, oh, it's it's John Cena versus this young guy who's up and coming, who was undefeated. Yeah, as was Wyatt, who could use a like uh, if he beat Cena at WrestleMania, even if it was somewhat screwy. That would still be like, that's an important thing. Mm-hmm. But no, Cena wins. And I have a feeling this will be the same story. Bray Wyatt never recovered, I, I'd say. Like, he was mm. so over and like so great, and then he lost. And then when the one time he beat Cena was the cheapest victory of all time. And he needed everybody to run into a cage. And he's, his, his two goons to run in the cage still couldn't beat him. Then he had to have magic, like a just ghost magic, kid. a ghost kid. Like to, compared to that, Rusev kicking him in the balls is nothing. Like yeah. so, Cena's just that good. <laughs> yeah. So, and uh, I also hate that they're trying to sell Rusev as undefeated because it's like, no, you have to say he's never been pinned or submitted. He has been beaten like four times at mm-hmm. least. Like he's you. You if you want to have somebody have an actual undefeated streak, then do that. But don't. But their storyline purposes means. He has to keep losing by DQ or all this other stuff just to, like, it ruins magic. Just have him be yeah. undefeated or not. Mm-hmm. So moving on to the main event of the evening, uh, Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns for number one contendership. I thought it was a great match. Like, yes. the ending notwithstanding, I thought that was 
not quite at the level of the triple threat match last month, but like easily this month's best match. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost as good as last month's match. Roman Reigns' like, best really? match ever. Yeah, I well, mean solo match ever. Really? Yeah, solo match. Yes. I, 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 I know you and have been around you so much. I managed to completely enjoy the finale of the Oscars while you were yelling at the match in my right <laughs> ear. Didn't bother me. Didn't the even Oscars notice. Went never for looked another over. hour after they did, that, but it was still yeah. like the screenplay and like um, the the, yeah. good, the goodies. Yeah. The goodies. I mean, well, so like the ending of this match pissed us off. That's my, that's and, my wrestling. And then, and then we had the uh, the best actor award, which also pissed us off. Yes, holy shit, I'm, I'm mad about that. Was that an imitation game or the other one? Yeah, it was the an imitation game. Every, once no, again, what asshole won for a fucking impression? Why not yeah. give it to Rich Rich Little? It was the theory of everything in a red man. Ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculous. Also, can you believe that 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 screenwriter of the imitation game says he isn't gay? It's like, <laughs> come on, come yeah. on, buddy. Uh, but like, look, you're in Hollywood. You're on the stage. Just come out, buddy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, my dad's still a lumberjack. That movie, big straight uh, Hollywood screenwriter. Look at so, me. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Daniel Bryan. So they said this about uh, that Shawn Michaels. That Shawn Michaels could have a five star match with a broom. Yeah, and that's a mean thing to say about Roman Reigns. But I do think Daniel Bryan dragged him to his best match ever, or talked him through it. Like he. Like, he totally was running things in the ring, which yeah. is what the veteran does in those matches. Mm-hmm. And now Brian is so established that he is the veteran in matches like yeah. that. I mean, I know people are kind of shitting on the main event now that's going to be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. I have to say, I went to WrestleMania 29, mm-hmm. and I dreaded <laughs> that main event. I kind of, I was checked out by it the was time. It's not a good main event. I, that This main event is not nearly on that level. Was where. 29 was Rock versus Cena too. Oh yes, yes. where Twice the, in a life where track. the ending was completely, you know, visible a million miles away. This one is also somewhat visible. I don't think that we're going to see Reigns or sorry, uh, Brock Lesnar like mm-hmm. continue to hold the championship because he's kind of like he's only defending he's it every two or three months. If he le- if he's and him being undefeated from Mania to Mania is a good move. Yeah, and then this is like the perfect end of the story where it's like mm-hmm. he he beat the uh, Undertaker last year. Now he's coming back uh, and losing to Roman Reigns, and he's been thrown, blah, blah, blah. Great ending. Wait, did we, why is Taker coming back? So no, I we weren't talking uh, about the two the two talking I forgot about that, yeah. As well. uh, uh, so, Let's, uh, we'll get back to Reigns, Brian. I have other thoughts. But. Yeah, so yeah, I guess the, the, the two main uh, mm-hmm. talky parts. The first was... Uh, Big conversation. The first was uh, Triple H and Sting having their encounter... Sting didn't say anything again. Nope. Doesn't need uh, to. Points yeah. to bat, gets the job done. Sting's not the... Well, Sting is a great talker. I remember when Sting went from silent to talking again in WCW when yeah. he joined with... Uh, <laughs> when he joined with the Wolfpack. I think so. I was like, oh, you still sound like Surfer Sting. But yeah. You look like Pro <laughs> Sting. Like, it doesn't work. He still like, says woo. Still, yeah. like, yells. He's a, he's he's exciting surfer guy who dressed emo yeah. for, for two years. But then once he talks again, it's like, oh, yeah, you, you're a surfer, dude. Like, you're not you're not emo. You're not, emo, you're not goth. <laughs> like, you're a poser, man. <laughs> a little bit. But the so, crow was that big. But they, so him acting like he seemed more real in those clips from TNA I've seen him in where he acts like the Joker of like, ooh, I did this thing. I'm so silly. I locked you in a room yeah. with a bird. Um, this was a literal plot from yeah. TNA. Like, Samoa Joe, free. <laughs> I hope he goes to New Japan. Yeah. That's where I hope. He won't go to WWE. He's too fat and old. He might, he might be like one of those NXT guys like Rhino where Man. it's like, yeah. You can... No, I think, I think 
I've seen people point, this is a little divergence here, Mm. but I've seen people point out the core TNA guys, the TNA guys, they don't want those guys because they they've been too established yeah. and they've been the face of TNA. Like they didn't want AJ Styles, they didn't want Christopher Daniels or Kazarian. They're because they're guys in their late thirties now because mm-hmm. they wasted ten years of their lives in Loser Town, <laughs> and now they've got nothing. And so like, and Vince doesn't want it because if they'd have to rebuild them from scratch because if they recognize that they were guys from TNA, then that means TNA is even remotely on their radar, which rightly so they are not mm-hmm. and so yeah if Samoa Joe came in they're like wow it's Samoa Joe like no they can't react that way as yeah. the mayor of Loserville I take some offense <laughs> <laughs> like I just hate the TNA like sucks like they had mm. they had so many good performers and they just keep losing them all like AJ Styles that's why I want I want Joe to just go to Japan have the best match of a career like AJ AJ was languishing too in TNA though Joe is a worse example because Joe like you can tell Joe was like, fuck it. Like for the last like three yeah. years I was checking in. He was like, oh, I'm not in the main event. I'm barely noticed. I'm going to gain 80 pounds. And he's, <laughs> and he's still, During a match. You saw, Once again, that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the entrance to entrance fee to Loserville, Henry. It was <laughs> gaining 80 pounds. Though he still did a great job. You watched him on the Wrestle, the TNA Bound yeah. for Glory thing. His match was the best match that night. He was great. And that's also why I think he'll go to Japan because the Japanese audience is already like him. Yeah. Like, and he, because he's not white, he won't join the Bullet Club, so he'll get to be... You know what, I'll have a New Japan... I want to give a New Japan update after this. Okay. But. What was the other talky part? Well, so that set up Sting versus Triple H at WrestleMania, which yes. I, I was I, I was originally wondering, like, they bar, are bringing sorry. Undertaker back. Why don't they just put him against Sting? And I'm like, oh, because weird. they're both super old. They both need at least one young oh, person, younger person to guide them. To, like, literally lift them. Yeah, so I think Triple H is, like, huh. he's a good match for Sting because oh, yeah. I think he's Triple so H... He's good out there. Yeah, Triple H had the best match at WrestleMania last mm-hmm. year. Triple H can have a yeah. great match with God just about it. anybody. Like, so like, How I, long, longer can both of them do it? An Undertaker-Sting yeah. match would be amazing. Undertaker will retire next year in Texas. Like, it's, you it, think so? It sounds amazing, but I the two of them I are just too right. old. Like, somebody's got to be the faster guy in the ring and, like, mm-hmm. setting Look, up the next spot i think for one night at wrestlemania 32 when they face each other if they both are so full of drugs they're yeah. just like you know what let's just we won't do this I'm again but let's Henry. let's pretend it's 1987 again let's <laughs> just all take all the pain pills and drugs we can to yeah. give the best performance of our lives and then die tomorrow morning yeah. but yes and want your pupils looking like mr burns in the x-files we'll, all, we'll all pull a, a warrior and then, yeah. uh, be dead right after wrestlemania but the but yeah the the, the taker is a texan and he want he, him retiring at in front of 100,000 people in dallas mm-hmm. like that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. That that'd be worth it. That's how you do it. So Triple H will lose to Sting. Mm-hmm. Sting can disappear for a year and then come back for next WrestleMania. Uh, so yeah, the other main talking point was Bray Wyatt mocking the Undertaker coming out that to was his entrance. So to see, I love how excited Brett gets for Taker. Yeah, <laughs> it's more excited than any of you get for anybody, hey. for, for the most part. I mean, you yell yeah. for Brian, but like he's he's like we let's all meet up so we can watch Undertaker's return, like. But we know he's returning. He's like, but we gotta see it. I'm like, yeah. okay, Brett, we'll watch the Undertaker's return. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think Brett's probably won't sour on WrestleMania just because he he knows that wrestle or sorry that Undertaker is going to be there now. Mm-hmm. 
His enthusiasm uh, Wyatt, for Taker, I love yeah, it. Yeah, Bray Wyatt basically called him that out. Was but so, and it got him so hard. It was yeah. such a long pass. <laughs> you were sitting next to him, and you know I was it. certain it wasn't going to be Taker in there. Yeah, but it, like I even like I saw it happening on that screen. Uh, they're just showing, like, uh, this is what happens at WrestleMania. You'll oh, believe yeah. it. I remember you, uh, you, you, did, you did call it, though, because, like, like it was before they anybody stepped out. There was this huge pageant and, like, people holding torches or something. Yeah. The and, then, and then the coffin came out, and you, I think you or Henry said, he's not in the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> they they wouldn't not... do that with Undertaker. He yeah. would come out right away, make the crowd go crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rumors say it's going to be a casket match because apparently on Raw Bray came out with a casket again. Mm. And what mean? But what, like what casket, casket matches, match? casket matches aren't fun. Mm. They actually just did one on SmackDown, which made me think, why would they give away a casket match on SmackDown? Kane what is a casket Brian? match? It's the mat. You beat up a guy. Un- oh, you put him in the casket until yeah. you can, and then roll them into a casket. And if you close, close the door, away, yeah. then you win. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah, it is it ridiculous. Just, it doesn't end as awesomely as a regular match. Sounds like a great iPhone game. Though. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, an often caskets. More than a few times, that casket has like exploded or been set on fire <laughs> too, or lifted to the heavens. Well, let's think of some things we can do with it now. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. what if it imploded? <laughs> I I like Bray Wyatt's argument that he's like, as a child, I loved the ta- Undertaker. He was my face. He was a face of fear. I loved him. But the fear is gone. He's just a man now. And I, I listened but, to an interview with him, and he might be a moron, <laughs> but he's also a big horror fan. A Bray? Yeah. yeah. And like I don't know that, that informed. I'm like, oh, like I, I, lo- I loved him more because it explained like he loves the, like horror heroes. He loves mm. the idea of like this weird mystique and the ghost shit. Like that's mm-hmm. that's part of who he is. So for him go, matching up with the Undertaker, pretty fucking cool. But, and we can have a mystical element in there somewhere. But I wonder what what ultimately happens here. Does he does he lose to the under like if you think he's retiring next year, you can't Undertaker can't lose twice. Yeah. Right. It, it just doesn't help Wyatt. Either Wyatt beats him, mm-hmm. but it's a guy who's already lost he lost his mystique by losing in WrestleMania mm-hmm. already. So what? Now he's just twenty-two and one. Who cares? Yeah. But then if Wyatt beats him, well, he beat a broken man. So I see what you're saying, but yeah. it doesn't take away that the Undertaker is the Bud Bowl of WrestleMania. Yeah. No matter yeah. how lame and old it gets, you got to see those those bottles he should, collide. <laughs> he should have retired once he loses his first match. He should retire. Like I think that was. That I thought, I thought been that it. was a definite. Yeah. Nah, they're gonna, they when he retires, him. they will have a big to do about it. Good. Yeah. But going back to the main event. Reigns beat Daniel Bryan. Will officially double arm. Uh, he'll be officially fighting at WrestleMania with Brock, Brock Lesnar. Brock. They also teamed in the main Brock. event of Raw, which we all thought was going to have some sort of big Something development. Something I thought was going to happen, uh, but all that happened was so. So Randy Orton, who returned after the opening match mm-hmm. previous night, he was in the main event. He was on tenuous ground with the authority. They 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 kind of offered him his spot back, and he mm-hmm. took it. And uh, Seth Rollins was unsure about it. Then the match happens. Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns win. Uh, both sides have the like the cocky, like, I'll tag myself in, thank you, <laughs> sort of ending. It worked out for Daniel Bryan because he just tagged himself in and did the running knee. Yep. Uh, whereas, the B plus, I've heard it called. Yeah, whereas Seth Rollins didn't. He was the one who got it hit. I love, all right, I, I've seen him take this move several mm-hmm. times now. I love how Rollins takes the knee plus because he mm. gets hit and he immediately like pulls his legs back like over his head like into like a oh, yoga yeah. position. He's just like, I'm pulling my legs up. Grab my legs right now into the pinfall. <laughs> like this is how you're supposed to do it. It's all that CrossFit. 
<laughs> and there were like the story on Raw was no Brian respects him now and you should like him too because Brian likes him. Yeah, like and I actually kind of liked the acting of Reigns. Uh, Rollins did the blind tag on Ra- Randy and that pissed Randy off. Brian does the blind tag on Roman and Roman's like, you got me, buddy. <laughs> you you get this one. You get yeah. it. It's like it it had a nice natural feel to it. I was really worried Brian was going to turn on Reigns. But still, the reason I didn't like that ending of that pay-per-view mm-hmm. was just because, and it's still true, Daniel Bryan has no WrestleMania match yet. <laughs> Every WrestleMania match that matters to WWE, seemingly... Is in the it's works. been set. Like, yeah. it's been set. Everybody has it except for Daniel Bryan, the most popular guy in the company. And I yeah. don't know. He should give him a number one contenders match against Sheamus. Just do that. This hmm. is that simple. Just like, or uh, with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I mean, the fact that, so the, yeah, the match ended with Randy Orton sort of like being uneasy with Seth Rollins. That's setting up their match. I wonder, like, why would they put Daniel Bryan in the main event? Like, do you. I hate to be, like, still holding out hope, but, like, why would Daniel Bryan be in the main event unless they had a plan for him to still be be there? Yeah, I don't get it. And I still think the audience, the hardcores at WrestleMania and at the Raw the next night are going to boo the shit out of Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Like, that he either, he's going to have to turn and join with Paul Heyman, Mm -hmm. and, like, Paul Heyman like screws over Lesnar and he's like, I'm with a new young guy. Like that, that'd be a great story. Like they're definitely setting up. They were doing it again of Heyman saying like, I've known your family longer than you. I have this long connection with you guys, which seem would seem to set up. I'm going to work with you guys. But also I had, I read a funny tweet just now from one Ronald Funches who, again, we got to get Ron Funches on laser time at some point. He is, he is the perfect guest, but he says like, sounds like Funches. He says, Roman, he says, Roman Reigns still sucks. I don't care who else is buying in. He says, I bet you liked Birdman too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Birdman's fine. <laughs> well. Watched it again right after the Oscars. Speaking of Hollywood. Hollywood. Oh, wait. I want to give a New Japan update real quick. Okay. Well. All right. So I signed up for New Japan World. So I officially have too much wrestling to watch because I have <laughs> I have the network and New Japan World, which are both streaming services. But that means I get to watch all their pay-per-views and actually all their shows live when they happen. And so they had a back-to-back two nights in Osaka and Sendai Mm -hmm. uh, that were basically like two one pay-per-view over two days, eight hours of content. But the the big takeaways were uh, the Bullet Club has every belt now. AJ beat Tanahashi, Mm -hmm. cheating, but he beat him. Minimal cheating. By Bullet Club standards, minimal cheating. And... The Bullet Club, uh, Anderson, Machine Gun Anderson, and Doc Gallows, they won back their tag titles that they lost at the at January. Mm-hmm. And then they ended the show with a lot, like 10-minute speech by Carl Anderson going like, yeah, that's right, Bullet Club's number one. I'm going to introduce everybody in English. You guys are going to have to listen to it. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> We're going to use long words. <laughs> and, so, and then I also just love watching, I love watching the Gaijin matches because like, they know they can just say fuck whenever they want. They're like, come here, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. Like, <laughs> they're going to swear all the time because nobody cares what they say in English. Uh, and then the other great thing um, was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura had an all right match against Yuji Nagata, which I only cared about because Yuji Nagata was in the Aki Pro Wrestling game. Mm. So 
any anybody that's still active that was in an Aki <laughs> Pro Wrestling game is I love them. But yeah. uh, but second, mm-hmm. there was uh, Ishii versus Honma mm-hmm. for the Never Title, which was one of the hardest hitting, like meanest matches I'd seen. Like uh, right now, match of the year candidates for me mm-hmm. are Ishii Honma. Uh, oh, uh, the uh, the women's title match in NXT, mm. the triple threat at Royal Rumble, like those three are yeah. my match of the year candidates, like so far. Oh, and and Neville Balor at at the NXT thing as well okay. it was an incredible match. Like those four, are my match of the year things. Like Hanma Ishii is so was so hard hitting, mm-hmm. though it's also hard to watch. You like this guy's giving himself concussions. His moves, mm-hmm. his joke moves, Hanma's joke moves are like. I'm going to keep trying for this head, but it misses most of the time. Ow, I hurt my head. Like, no, you're really hurting your head. Stop. Stop it, please. Uh, by the way, the new OSW review is really good. Like, yeah. watch it. They did it for Royal Rumble 2001, which has the classic Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit ladder match, which has the most one of the most sickening never do this move again moves in it. One of Chris Benoit's standard moves was... A uh, suicide dive. <laughs> a suicide dive. Murder suicide dive. Come on. A suicide dive through the ropes, through the ropes on a dude outside. Mm-hmm. He does it to, in this, this is a hard hitting ladder match. He is doing it for Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho swings and hits him with a fucking chair in the face. So he's diving at him head first for a move that normally ends with him smashing his head into the guardrail this time chair shot he is hurt like wow. it is it's also one of the clips before before the nastiness of 2007 when they talked about oh chris benoit had to get neck fusion surgery they always show that clip of like yeah here's him destroying his neck like this it was these moves so we will be back after this <laughs> with uh, a right taste of hollywood <laughs> Hulk Hogan's Rockin' Wrestling will return after these messages. Hi, welcome to the Break for Tree podcast episode number 43. Sorry about the delay on this one. Um, There's been a few little happenings here and there since the time that I recorded this episode. I thought I'd go through them really quickly. Uh, the biggest one by far, I would say, is the fact that uh, Stephanie McMahon tweeted about Patricia Arquette's uh, Oscar win and the speech that she had about equal pay, which um, former WWE Divas champion AJ Lee uh, replied to. Obviously, we haven't seen her in a while. Uh, for a brief period, it seemed that that was something that may ha- would have gotten her fired, but uh, what actually happened was that both the Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon uh, tweeted in support of what AJ had to say. Uh, what uh, ultimately ends up happening, whether Divas get more of a uh, more prominence on WWE TV is to be seen. Uh, we didn't really talk about it in the episode, but the match on Raw was only 30 seconds long. Um, but if this leads to a more athletic, less uh, shit show WrestleMania match, I'm all for it. The other thing of note is that another WrestleMania match was announced. There's going to be an intercontinental title uh, ladder match, which should be awesome. Uh, Wade Barrett's kind of looked like a chump as of late, and when it comes to ladder matches, everyone looks badass. Uh, There's rumors that that's where they're going to be sticking Daniel Bryan, and as much as I would love to see Daniel Bryan 
win a high-profile match. Uh, that's not the one I want to see him win. I want to see him have a, a good one-on-one -on -one match with someone like Ziggler. Ziggler's already over the Intercontinental title. He held it for pretty much all of this summer. So um, if they can get some fresh faces in that ladder match, give Brian his own thing with Ziggler, I'll be happy camper come WrestleMania. Uh, anywho, anywho, beyond that, of course, I've got some plugs for you. Um, if you want to donate to Laser Time, keep us all uh, afloat and keep all of our equipment up to date. Um, you can donate. There's a link right on the left-hand side. There's a store to buy t-shirts for any of the Laser Time shows. There are Amazon links everywhere at the bottom of the page on this article, all along the right-hand side of the website. Uh, click on any of those. Don't have to buy what's in the link. Just buy something during that visit to Amazon and we'll get a couple nickels back in our account. Yeah, supporting all the shows is, of course, appreciated. Uh, giving Laser Time, VG Empire, Cape Crisis, and VG Game Apocalypse, as well as us, Cheap Popcast, five-star reviews, writing reviews for us, subscribing on iTunes, helps us keep visibility, helps us uh, find more ears, and find more support. And um, speaking of more, there's more of this episode coming up, so I'll let you get back to it. Now back to Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. Welcome back to Cheap Podcast episode 43. 43. Uh, so besides Fastlane, which was the <laughs> predominant event of the weekend, what else did we all watch together? The Oscars. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's now 40. Which was, no, yes, last week. Which is uh, focused on highlighting. Acting. <laughs> Thank you. So are you sure this is an SNL 40 we're talking about? This is not. It's, yeah, it's not SNL 40. <laughs> it's, we're, we're talking about actors. Uh, so we, we, we've covered, I think... The fertile ground of wrestlers who have been in movies oh, yeah, uh, quite a bit on both need, Laser Time and on Cheap Podcast. I need John Lovett to tell me once again what we're talking about. Oh, that was I, pay, I played that file off the internet. So, oh, God. Uh, well, I'll add that again, in again in, at, in post. Was... Acting. Yes. Uh, actor, act, wrestler, wrestlers who act. Yes. Mm. But now we're flipping the, the script. Mm -hmm. These are mm. wrestlers whose gimmick is that they're actors. Mm. Boy, this I can name really one. Deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's surprisingly a lot of oh, two. Two. Yes. I can name. I can name two. So I, I feel we will we'll go in a in backwards mm -hmm. chronological order, starting with the most recent, who's a very obvious. Who? He's currently feuding with his stunt double. Oh, exactly. Like the Miz. Yes. Did they release an awesome imitation game parody poster with uh, Yeah with the yep. Miz Dow on it? The WWE.com does some really good they stuff. They do. They do. Like, Run by Joey Styles from from mm. from announcer to webmaster. Yeah, uh, but anyway, <laughs> hey, take what work you can get nowadays. So yeah, Mike the what I what I don't get with the Mike. I, okay, so I think Mike the Miz is doing awesome work. Mm -hmm. uh, that no, is not mm. meant to be a pun, 
But mm-hmm. the thing, he basically became the million oh, dollar man. So- he became the million dollar man in one match where mm-hmm. Miz was against Wade Barrett. He was like ringing the bell, telling him to do stuff. He's like, oh, the bell means stop. The bell means stop. Come over here. I, mm-hmm. I I got a spot on my shoe right now. Come on. And it was just, he was so, and he was just shouting at the crowd like, yeah, he has to stop. Yeah. He has to stop right now. Who cares? Stop it. He's got, he's mixing it nicely with, uh, you know, Hollywood demands type of thing. Like, mm-hmm. get me a <laughs> frappuccino from the back. Hallmark please. demands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get me an Egyptian cotton thing to wipe off my brow. And he's yeah. like, it's so good. Like, it is. They normally, WWE normally does such a bad job with any feud that is below the world title scene. Mm-hmm. And this is a mid-card feud, and they're doing a great job of, like, just everybody wants Miz to out, so they're denying it, and they're yeah. holding it back just the right amount. And it's oh, it's so good. And that they, is pretty good, they, actually. They better have a good WrestleMania match. But So I hate the Miz. I had <laughs> hated the Miz. Now I hate him in a good way. But yeah. I hated him for a really long time because they weren't sure if they wanted to make him good or bad. And then when he came back from doing his most recent direct-to-DVD film, uh. he's like, I'm a movie star. I'm Mr. Hollywood. Don't hit the moneymaker. Yep. Like, that was a really cool thing. And they basically became Johnny Cage. Oh, but, yeah, pretty much. Or the lead like character in Whiplash. That's <laughs> a deep cut. I can't expect yeah, that. Many he, people have seen he, that he movie. He dumped his girlfriend before yeah. he started wrestling. Sorry, again. man. But, I've had minor success in my life. <laughs> but the way he carefully removes his sunglasses and yeah such a he cool, does like this like, little wave Cage thing move. yeah it's like oh, it's yeah. Down. and then he gets a stunt double which is really cool yeah but one thing i don't get about his character is that when people especially triple h make fun of him and be like get out of here direct to dvd i'm like those are your movies you're yeah. making fun of your you're making fun of the wwe direct to dvd films he stars in <laughs> you're kind of shitting on your product then you spend millions of dollars what was on. the last movie they had millions in theaters. of dollars mm-hmm. millions of dollars marine four is about to come out in theaters yeah. oh, theaters no that not Oculus theaters movie what was the that was that, in theaters because right? leprechaun mm-hmm. origins didn't hit theaters did it N- maybe <laughs> i think it might or have might have been a limited run like Makes See no evil of, too. Yeah. Maybe did. But anyway, here's a clip of Miz when he first made his return with the uh, the Hollywood gimmick. Oh, now you're gonna take off the jacket. You know what? How dare you, Chris? How dare you deprive these people of a moment to watch me shine? Do you have any idea how important I am? I'm the Marine. <laughs> damn it! I'm an actor. I'm a movie star. I'm a box office draw. I'm a. Whoa! And he gets uh, he gets shot in the face. <laughs> he get- <laughs> oh, and then he didn't even poor Miz. Like that was just a segue to a Bray Wyatt match, wasn't it? Like yeah, well that was that was uh, the night that he returned. Was also the night that Chris Jericho returned mm-hmm. for two months. That was a cool <laughs> thing. Of well, that was a cool triple twist that scene because like I'm the Miz, I'm back, and then Jericho comes out like no, no, it's Jericho's back. Yes, and you think that was going to be the twist, and then boom, Bray Wyatt shows up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's he's been doing great. The other thing I loved when Miz came back was for a couple matches, they had his face on a Titantron the whole time. I wish that was every match he did. <laughs> Just had his big, goofy, smiling face up there. Mm-hmm. I want to know it, another actor. All right. Uh, <laughs> Just because I know this one. Mm-hmm. And I, there's one more. Well, uh, very briefly, in 2003... The Rock had this sort of gimmick. Oh, uh, the best! Yeah, he so uh, yeah, and it was it was, so a, it was weird because I think was it post Be Cool? Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is 2003. He, um, I think the WWE was kind of caught off guard. Like he made his return, and people were, were booing him because, like, yeah, you just left 
mm-hmm. for like eight months to do two movies. Wrestling is not your number one priority anymore. Really? So they kind of shed on him when he first returned. Is that, and, is that and, how they greet everyone who comes back? I mean, the, the, he was one of the first where they're like, no, no, we, we get what's going on here, Rock. Yeah. We reject you for this. We know so. you're just here for like a short payday. Oh, SummerSlam's over, so time for you to leave. Yeah. See ya. I mean, it's something they should have seen when Batista made his return. Yeah, yeah, that's because I, um, I have a frame of reference Vince there. Man, learned from his lessons. But he, but he had not. Well, his. I wonder if it, if Guardians was out, if he would have been received that mm. same way. Yeah, and I mean, at this time, despite The Rock crowing about himself, mm-hmm. this is The Rock in 2003. So I think he had like to his credit at that point, The Scorpion King. Mm-hmm. Oh God! And that movie with Johnny Knoxville. Uh, the Run didn't know. Yeah. Held no, no. The rundown was with Scott. So walking tall. Yeah, walking yeah, tall. Yeah, that's it. Buford now that Pusher. was 2004, but a Jodon he, Baker. He was definitely Plus. a real star in more successful films than Hulk Hogan ever was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So let me play a clip of him. I'm really sorry, Hogan. Don't mean to interrupt you, but I tell you what. Do me a favor. It's been a long day for The Rock. It's been a long day for everybody else. It's kind of late there in Philadelphia. Can you just fast forward to the part? You know, fast forward to the part where you, you let me tell you something, brother, and you know, you rip the shirt. You fast forward to that, please. With all this stuff, this is just meaningless shoe leather. Come on, man. Go ahead. <laughs> Here we go again. And you know something, Rockamania. In this case, distance is a luxury, brother. Because if you were to step your Hollywood ass down to this ring right now... Tofu's ready? Tofu's ready! That's my baby! Hogan, I'm really sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you. This this is it. The the Rock has got to go. The tofu is ready. No disrespect intended, Hogan. (laughs) The Rock has just got to go eat. I tell you what, The Rock is going to trust you. He's going to leave you there with all The Rock's fans. (laughs) By the way, when we get to No Way Out, you remind The Rock. One thing. Remind the rock to whip that ass. That's all he asks. Just remind the rock. He's got a busy day that day. <laughs> <laughs> that's just like uh, that's almost masterful right there. That was the last great rock thing. It was the last time he was the bad guy. Yeah. And he was really loving it. So. Like I I'm sorry, I should have prefaced it with like he was he was live via satellite. 2003, saying my tofu is ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, but, it's such a that's that's such an boom. old Hollywood well, I need stereotype. To get, boo sushi. Well, it would be boo. a smoothie now. That yeah. would be their thing. But yeah. no, it'd be mean, kale. Exactly, it would be kale. Smoothies, what they write these days. All right, yeah. maybe um, in McMahon's world. Yeah, McMahon. Give him five years, he'll get to kale. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the history of that was that Rock was very established, and he had, but he had a match at 18 against Hogan at WrestleMania 18 against yeah. Hogan in 2001. And uh, sorry, no, it wasn't two. Yeah, it was 2001. So he faced Hogan there. Toronto is supposed to be cheering for Rock, but they're actually cheering for Hogan. So this was the start of the turn on The Rock. Then later, The Rock loses to Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, giving Brock his first championship. And the audience is in New York, and they're a very smart audience. Yeah. They know The Rock's leaving. They're booing him, too. Yeah, I was at that one, and it was like really? they were crowning uh, Brock Lesnar the new king when he beat Brock, when he beat The Rock because... Everyone knew The Rock was leaving. He kind of, it was kind of like mm-hmm. WrestleMania 20 where the, where they're like, we know you're leaving. Mm-hmm. We're going to boo you. And yeah. we're going to cheer. Well, in, actually, in the case of WrestleMania 20, they didn't cheer they had, either they, guy. They, che- they cheered Stone Cold just because technically he wasn't leaving, but he, yeah. he didn't wrestle anymore. Yeah. But all right, so that happens. Then The Rock comes back, and they know he's hated. So they're like, all right, he'll just do 
everything via satellite so he can like shit on the fans and be like, see, I know I'm too important for you guys. I'm via satellite. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to do this. I'm going to phone, literally phone these in mm-hmm. and show up at a pay-per-view and not care. And then, then he just goes so far out there when he does come back. Like he's, he is so loving being a bad guy and not, and I think that also works because I think at his heart, the rock is a bully. And mm-hmm. that's why I hate him as a good guy these days because he shows up. He's like, Hey, you're gay. You're a slut. Fuck everybody. I'm the best. <laughs> like, it's so, it's such a bullying way to be yeah. a good guy. And I hate when Cena does that too, occasionally, when he goes, like, Hey, Lana, you're a slut bag. Bleh. Mm. I'm like, really? That's just a leftover at, from the attitude area where every uh, baby face was Nelson Muntz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then The Rock, at least doing that as a bad guy. The, the problem was, the ultimately, the problem with that act was, that he was too funny. Yeah. And that people, even, yeah. even being the most hateable guy, even making fun of local sports team, they still thought he was funny and eventually came back. To so, do you have any other clips of him? No, I, well, I do have his theme song, which was equally like grandiose and I'm too Hollywood for this shit. Uh, I'll, rock and rock. I'll, I'll play for like the first minute of it. It's, it's pretty, uh, yeah. And the Titantron is like the beginning of, like, like the HBO kind it of. It really uh, feels like a PS One game is about to start. It is a swoop in over a polygonal city. Yeah. Uh, but no, if you smell, yeah. it's, it's meant to undercut the audience and 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 not get them to pop. Yeah. Like but, this is just like you're waiting, what? you're watching like the beginning of his promo video on the screen, like. No kind of. Uh, this still seems like I, no media gratification. I hear this music and I, I feel like I should hear sci-fi era Crow and Tom Servo <laughs> commenting over credits right now. Then the other uh, I did I loved I think my favorite meme thing he did. Was when he, like, Hold on one second. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, early dubstep there. The best mean thing he did was when he came to Toronto, which was the first town that turned on him. And he goes like, at last, The Rock has come back to Toronto. And then he immediately like, goes like, ooh, they said our name. Ooh, <laughs> Toronto. Ooh. <laughs> like, he was, such a, he, was yeah. he was shitting all over the Pavlovian fans. It was so great. I mean, that, yeah, that, don't, that also goes back to like, I think, the first time he turned heel where he's like, you don't get to say my catchphrase with me. Mm-hmm. This isn't sing along with a rock. <laughs> Only I may dance. Only I may dance. Yes. <laughs> <Another> Simpsons <laughs> reference. All right. So moving a little bit further back in time uh, oh, is uh, oh, the, the guy oh. who shared that, that previous promo with the rock. Ooh. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. There we go. That's the one I remember. Hollywood because he started in Trouble in Paradise. Yes. And, no, uh, and uh, Suburban Commando. Mm-hmm. Sandwich Muscles. Mr. Nanny. God, are we it for- really all goes back to Rocky. Forgetting all this? Well, okay, so he was... That was how... I, I think it was a similar vein as the other one. Well, as The Rock of just saying, I'm too good for wrestling, but I deign to appear. Yeah. And that is because Hogan did barely show up sometimes. He, like, mm-hmm. barely defended the title when he had it, but he held on to it for a really long time. Not unlike Brock Lesnar. Um, but, yeah, and so he'd always say, ah, I was just filming my thing with my TV show, Thunder in Paradise, brother. 
And it's the number eight rated show on TNT. <laughs> basic cable. It's a basic cable hit, brother. Um, <laughs> so yeah, like I found a lot of the like the interview clips on online were just him spouting how big he was for wrestling in general. Mm-hmm. Didn't really focus that much on the Hollywood part. No, I think that's that's why they had to emblazon it across his forehead, so you're constantly reminded. Yeah. That he's coming from an era of being better than you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have the same nuance that The Rock would later get because mm-hmm. you mean I mean you've seen that uh w, or the NWO documentary where it's like yeah. uh so we were doing the NWO promos and we're trying to do these new subversive things Jesus. and Hulk Hogan's just doing his same old crap. It's so funny that yeah you look at you look at Kevin Nash's face and he's just like. Being too cool, he's like, I'm the coolest dude ever. I'm Kevin Nash, yeah. whatever. I've, I've said and that. then Hogan's just like, well, brother, <laughs> what you got to know is the NWO is going to be taking it over here from now on, brother dude. And like Kevin Nash is just, just nodding his head, like, yeah. showing how much he hates what Hogan's doing. I love, hate that guy in all those interviews. Jesus Christ. He well, has so much fuck you money, he can... Yeah, he's, I don't think he has that much. He, I think he has an extraordinary amount. Well, he, well he, he, like he's 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 been way, divorced. I think way more than he should. Yeah. In interviews, but, all he talks about is money. He's me. like, hmm. I made this much, and I made this much. Like work rate is the last thing he cares about. He's like, that's, he's very open I made about this deal that's, and I got four million, and then I, I hate him the, for it. But it's just that he's so honest about everything. Like, yeah, hmm. fuck it. What are you gonna do? <laughs> he does not care. I just, he does I, not care. I guess I just painted him with the same brush as Ric Flair. Because, like, why are you both in TNA in 2008 fighting each other? It's sad. Is that really happening? Oh, well, oh, wait, no. oh, wait, oh wait. TNA sucks, man. Well, it, like, it fucking is. It, like, ugh. I do believe they had a, they they had a match in Jeez, TNA. Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair, where each of their WWE Hall of Fame rings were on the line. Like, <laughs> just, really? Yeah. Well, and that both of their both of their final matches were in TNA, which is just like sad, sad as hell. Yeah. Um. But though though there was one other thing about uh, Hogan is Hollywood that for a time he was wearing a toupee, like he was oh, wearing yes. like as a Hollywood as it, as Hollywood. That's fantastic. Like, and and it, then in a funny moment, he was facing Savage, and Savage took off the toupee and put it on his head yeah. during the match. It was his uh, post Three Ninjas haircuts. <laughs> if you want to if you want to look at a movie poster and like picture is toupee it's his hair in three ninjas high, high noon, noon at magic magic mountain. Ma- three, not kickback not strike back uh high noon i think i think it is yeah high it's noon. high noon at something mountain okay, i gotta but, see this by the way hogan's hollywood stuff goes back to rocky three made him like oh yeah that rocky three there's sh- no hulk hogan at least not in america like mm-hmm. in japan i still think he'd be a pretty big deal as hulk hogan but uh, <laughs> like hogan it was all rocky three and i've been going back to watch um Tuesday Night Titans, which is the best worst show ever. Uh, I've watched multiple show? episodes. It is incredible. <laughs> incredible. Well, what, what is the history? Like it, it, it was, was just their show. It was their Tuesday show, and they like who showed, aired it? Um, I think USA. I think it was something yeah. on USA, wow. and it was just a way to show clips. They'd be like, mm-hmm. "I'm going to interview you now, or uh, Andre the Giant." Okay, I bet your match at WrestleMania will go a bit like this, and they shows a clip. <laughs> And but the best thing, it, it, watching I was watching like the ones that were the month up to WrestleMania, the mm-hmm. first one, and they're talking up Rocky, they're like the Rocky rematch or Rocky three actors, Mr. T and Hulk Hogan together, or like uh, Ron uh, Roddy Piper's going like, well, this is Rocky three now, is it? This is a real <laughs> thing, buddy. Like it's. <laughs> You're not going to kill my manager. So Hepburny. Well, you can also imagine they all just did. A I'm ton Roddy of, Roddy Piper. See, they all did a ton of cocaine before they appeared <laughs> on there. 
And they, uh, okay, so in the same episode of Tuesday Night Titans, I saw a um, Sky Lolo, the the legendary mm. little person wrestler. He who, sang "Forget You," who who basically is a Stonian dwarf. He is a, uh-huh. from from the Simpsons. <laughs> My Dragon Age Inquisition <laughs> class. Uh, you remember the Estonian dwarf? Like uh, no, uh, uh, post his uh, part. Or, yeah, no, he's like I need to do this to get the green card. Got it. Yeah. Yes, he, he was I'm back. Okay, but so I'm only Millhouse when he gets hurt. And then he he wears <laughs> he's wearing snow boots, and then Vince McMahon is like, "Let me see those things." And then Sky Lolo just stands on his desk and like. These are snow boots. They are very. They don't go up all the way, but the snow is not high enough, and it, it's it's so weird. And oh, then then a guy, the executioner, comes out who is a masked wrestler, but he isn't in his gear. He's wearing like an orange sweater and jeans <laughs> and a blue mask, and, and then a Chiron on the screen of like the executioner. If you can believe it, I keep seeing Tuesday Night Titans brought up in articles related to Vince McMahon's ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, um, it's also that. Uh, it's like Late Night with Vince McMahon. You'll also be happy to know that just putting in the word Three Ninjas mm-hmm. autofills to High Noon at Mega Mountain, ah. uh, also starring Jim Varney, ah. over the first three Three Ninja movies. Like It, it mm. defaults to Hogan's Three Ninjas movie, wow. uh, and it grossed $300,000 at the box <laughs> office. Ah, boy. All right. All right, so here's a quick uh, clip of, again... Hulk Hogan, he like he didn't really drive home the Hollywood point as much as you his name would make you think. And this is also an an instance where Hogan has to in, like interrupt his own promo that's supposed to be inflating his ego. So this is when the giant was recruited to the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't one Mercedes. There was five Mercedes. A couple of Vipers. I walked around this big hole and got this. Boy, I was so rudely interrupted. The point I was getting to is I was dizzy walking around this mansion. A 25,000 square foot mansion. Brother, time I turned around. Everything I showed you, you can have. You wanted a part in Arnold Schwarzenegger's new movie. Hollywood Hulk Hogan got it for you. And the bottom line is, brother. Yeah. What it, movie could that have been? It was a uh, Jingle All the Way. The big show. Oh, in that's that? right. Yeah. He's, he's, he's with the, uh, the he's, he's in the factory yeah. with the people dressed as elves, including the elf from uh, Seinfeld. Yep. Uh, wow. And, and, the Three Ninjas High Noon at Mega Mountain Wikipedia page under <laughs> development. First thing, <laughs> filming began in 1996. Hulk Hogan, wrestling in World Championship Wrestling at the time, wore a wig for the film, which resulted in him having a, a different hairstyle than a traditional bald look. I don't know if you can call bald a look. Uh, but as a result, he is seen in Halloween Havoc 1996 with a yep. similar hairstyle that he had in the film. That is the only trivia for... <laughs> it's the only person updating uh, High Noon uh, yeah. at Mega this Mountain. This is how it affected wrestling. Yeah. They're the only ones that care, wrestling nerds. Yeah. But on the bright side, that's why we're on the uh, Goldberg Santa yeah, DVD I, trivia page. I hope no one finds that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stay there forever. Further back in time from that, not I, that far, is uh, perhaps I would say the most famous WWE uh, Hollywood-related wrestler. Hmm. He's still active today. 
Hmm. Oh, wait. What? Oh, okay. Duh. Mm-hmm. Does he really make? I guess he does say he makes films, but that he hasn't made a film probably in like twenty years. Yeah. So who I'm, ta- I'm talking about Goldust. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. Oh, <laughs> you can't really tell from his character Shadow nowadays. Dreams Productions is yeah. still his intro. Like, yeah. but, oh, I yeah. was watching. I was watching that in the cab on the way to the Oscar slash Oscar party featuring Roman Reigns. <laughs> I believe as the invite said, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at. It and she's asking about Goldust, and I'm telling her what I know about Goldust. Your Dust. girlfriend, my girlfriend, and it's it. There's nothing in current Gold Goldust that yeah. relates to anything. There's no about old gold no dust. movies, no gay panic, there's no movies, and no gay panic at all. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> yeah. he looks. Why does he look like Darth Maul? I'm like, God, he does look that, like Darth Maul. That classic scene of of Vince McMahon just saying, "Some people say you're trying to push the homophobia issue," <laughs> and he's like. All right, Vince, you got like I'm just holding a mirror up to society. You have to make it as obvious as possible. <laughs> like they say you're a homophobic character. How do you respond, character? <laughs> uh so I thought I would play a little bit of a game with this one. A part of Goldust's old promos is that he would he would start them by quoting a movie. Ooh, really? Boy. So I will play them and I'll stop them before he says the movie. See a, if either of you can get some. I have a, I have mm, a love... Mm, let mm, me just say, mm. historically, I have a love-hate relationship with Goldust's character because I thought his character was wonderfully camp, but ultimately most of the stories in the 90s were, let's beat up this faggot, mm. which was not the biggest fan of that. So, well, at least play the movie part, and then... So, start with this one. You tell all the others the law's coming. You tell them I'm coming. And hell's coming with me. You hear? Hell's coming with me. I don't know. This one uh, is. No, it's a classic western. It's, it's a western. Not super classic western. No. Not Rio high, Bravo. Mm-mm. High um, noon. Uh, no. Uh, Sergio I, Leone. I think it won an Academy Award, or was at least a million nominated. ways to die in the West. Oh, under Unforgiven. Uh, yeah. Ooh, that's I, a close one. I was going to guess that. God, I was thinking of that. Tell them all hell's coming with me. Hell's coming with me. Oh, Tombstone. Oh, sorry, Tombstone. No, Tombstone. Tombstone. Oh. no not a fan. All right, so, oh, so nobody gets says it. Yeah. Okay. I'm coming. Your worst nightmare is about to enter your house. You see, I am not afraid of the dark. As a matter of fact, many say that I do my best work there. Mm. All right, uh, uh, so... Uh, this one no one's gonna get. So, okay. uh, if you can get it while he's saying it, good Car- for you. Carnival of Souls. I'm, but I'm oh, wait, not. I'm not. It? I'm not gonna stop oh, this one. This is guessing time. Yeah. Oh wait, let me make one guess. Right, Halloween. Oh no, wait, no, no. Sorry, that was a. Uh, no, that was just the rest of his promo. Oh, uh, okay. This is a new one. All right. It's really important to hurt me, isn't it? Operation Pacific. Yeah. Hmm. Really important to hurt me. Hurt me. Uh, plane, trains, and automobiles, mm. the speech John Candy gives at the end of the film. No. Uh, die Hard. I like no, no, you're My not, wife likes me. You're not going to get this. It's a, is it a film from the 90s? It's a film from the 50s. Ooh. Yeah. All right, then. That's what Vince McMahon You do want to hurt me, don't you? Operation Pacific, 1951. Operation Pacific, 1951. Jesus. You're right. I wouldn't get that one. So this is that was a Pat Patterson joke, I'm guessing. Yeah. It's a deep dig. Gold does good on you. Yeah. Let's see what he had to say about the Undertaker. You do want to hurt me, don't you, dead man? Like the G-Man went after Bonnie and Clyde, you stalked me with the same anger, the same death in your eyes. Well, Reaper, it is not death that I am after. 
torture. That was okay. not a quote from anything. No, no. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, huh? <laughs> yes. <laughs> With the pussies. Boy, it's so bad they're not... It's it's just too bad they're not in the Attitude Era now. They could do so many Fifty Shades of Grey jokes. <laughs> yeah. All with gold dust. I don't know anything about that. I wouldn't recognize well, it if I saw B, it. It's just BDSM, that's all. Mm-hmm. I mean. All right, uh, so this clip is... The quote is a bit on the longer side, Ooh. but it's tough. Even though the movie is also somewhat new. When you consider uh, this this gimmick debuted in the mid-90s, mm-hmm. maybe some early 90s movies are thrown in there. Mm-hmm. This is a long one, but... It was a million times that when you add them up, it just meant that we were supposed to be together. And I knew it. I knew the very first time I touched her. It was like coming home, only to no home I'd ever known. Fatal Attraction? No, no, no. It's a, it's that's it's a more romantic movie. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I know the scene. In yeah, there you uh, go. Right. God damn it. All right, let's see how we, what he had to say about Sleepless. I was just taking her hand to help her out of a car, and I knew it. It was like magic. Not Sleepless too. in Seattle, 1993. <laughs> Razor Ramon, <laughs> bad guy. Meet me at the top of the Empire State Building. At the Royal Rumble on January 21st. Magic between us, it will be. Don't fight it, Chico. Accept it. All right. All right so, Ro- I, I believe Razor did not even do that match because he did not want all that gay stuff for him. No, that one he did lose because that's when he first lost the Intercontinental okay. Championship. He didn't, the didn't want. Oh no, what, what, he, he didn't fight him at WrestleMania. Yeah, okay. he just he did. That's because uh, I think uh, Razor went to rehab or something. Like uh. he he was supposed to do the Mania match, but he got suspended due to drugs. And uh, he got a tooth. It. He got a toothpick lodged in his septum. Yeah. So instead, it was Roddy Piper who's never done drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it was clean in 1996. All right. Here's a bit. This one's a bit more popular, so you might get it. I'm gonna. Action. You said there weren't gonna be a rematch. That's oh, it. Rocky two. Yep. <laughs> Fuck that. No. <laughs> Rocky II in 1979. God, like oh, you Rocky. That, didn't you? <laughs> naughty, naughty boy, Razor Ramon. But yet, you keep coming and coming and coming. Jesus. Like the river, wow, you continue to flow on my bizarre parade. But you know what? In my own perverted little way, I kind of like that. Wow. It's weird to see <clears throat> his character saying these things to, like, a cartoon that Razor <clears throat> Ramon is. And like, also... Flashing back to the car this mm-hmm. Sunday, like it's like I was like I gotta turn this up. He doesn't ever talk, yeah, ever. Yeah, well, he's the normal guy now. Well, meanwhile, Stardust, as I've seen him pointed out online, is like he's the Riddler from Batman sixty six. <laughs> yeah, like, that's who he is. <laughs> Frank Gorsh. Yeah, he's Frank Gorsh. He's the Riddler. He's just like he's not even bothering to paint out or shave his mustache yeah. when he puts on the face paint. Riddle me this star, gold <laughs> dust. What gold fades, but stars never do. That's it. That's who dust, Dusty Rose. <laughs> All right, Dusty Rose. Actually, I was having to describe him to to Heidi. Like he looks sick. I'm like, no, he actually looks great compared to how big he used to be. Mm-hmm. But why does his face look like that? 
Uh, he's cutting himself. What do you mean? He's, it was like the longest conversation I've had to have about Dusty Roads. Oh, Dusty? Yeah. Oh, you mean oh, yeah. well, his forehead is all cut to hell. But yeah. he's lost a ton of weight. So yeah. he looks healthy, but his face looks crazy. It makes me wonder if that mm-hmm. was just like a health change. To like, dude, you're... You're not going to live much longer if you don't lose a lot of weight. Or maybe it was just like he, even as simple as diabetes. Like, he you is, have diabetes. Like. He is an overweight wrestler who is still with us. It yeah. is a miracle. He was old. I mean, he was well, always, even as like a... What he wasn't was on steroids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he was, his thing was being fat. <laughs> like, so <laughs> he never had to worry about being in awesome shape. Cheeseburgers were his steroids. <laughs> he <laughs> had charisma for days. Like, yeah. d- d- we, if you only know... Like, I, okay, quick Dusty Road story. I got to interview him once, and he could not have looked like he hated me more <laughs> and, like, could not stand me interviewing him. But it was because I was focusing too much on his WWE stuff. And I think he, it, this was at the same WrestleMania 25 thing you were at in Texas, where he's from. Oh. And, and I was asking him all these, like, WWE-related questions about, about, about his... Sapphire oh. <laughs> and the Polka Dot days. And he's not so into that, I don't think. Yeah. And I would, and, and I'm from, I'm from, I was mm-hmm. from Atlanta. Like I knew mm-hmm. his real history yeah, in yeah. NWA. I should have asked him more about that. But. Yeah, but they don't want you to ask them those questions because you're at a WWE event, so yeah. it's kind of a weird. Is uh, that just one other thing they own now? All yeah. the rights I mean, to that footage it, and whatever. But, well, in my mind, I was just thinking I'm at the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania. Even though it's WrestleMania 25, and it was really 24 years after the first WrestleMania, mm-hmm. but whatever. I'm at that. I should ask WrestleMania-related questions, but Dusty doesn't really have a history of WrestleMania. He has had one match, and, and it was a great a, one. It was a tag team match where he tied with his uh, also overweight manager Sapphire against Macho Man and David Flair, Sensational no. Sherry. Oh. Everyone <laughs> dead but him. Wow. Yep. All right. See, good on him. Good on you, Dusty. Maybe that's what brought him down. Yeah. He does look a little depressed. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> If you want a little bit of racism yeah! with your Uh-oh. with your Goldust promos, here's Uh-oh. a this is the movie for you. And this one, I, I, I feel like I should be giving you the clues because they are. Don't you ever touch a black this man's is, radio. This one's 1980s. <laughs> 80s. I'm tall, black. I may even be ugly, but dear God, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, fuck, I feel like I know what that is. It's not the jerk. Um. <laughs> or black, and I may even be ugly, but I'm here. Color purple. Yep. Oh, wow. Ooh. Which I've never seen, but I've read the book. Is this from Zahmed Johnson, period? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Color Purple, 1985. Oh, yes, Zahmed Johnson. You are here, aren't you? Only problem is, so am I. But you already knew that, didn't you, silly boy? You remember when I tried to save your life? Uh, Kiss him. Yes. He gave him mouth to mouth when he didn't need it. And as the story, watch the Legends of Wrestling about it because Jim Ross tells a story about like they do that scene and like Ahmed Johnson was ready to tear the door off of a, like he was, he went seemingly real crazy. Mm -hmm. And they said that like, Jim Ross had then also had to like have the guy who plays the Godfather backing him up to be just like, look, you're a character. What <laughs> happened to your character in a story? Nobody thinks you're gay. Just cool down. Boy, I wonder if he's gay. Do you need counsel now? Is that, is that what's happening? Uh, uh, crap, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, yes. And if you really want to see the something, see the color purple mm. who got the perfect director. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Wait, you said you read the book. I did. Did you like the book? Yeah, of course. 
It was during my uh, av- my stint in African American folklore. Nice. I've read. I have read and not seen a lot of. Mo- uh, I've read a lot of books based on movies I haven't seen. That have movies based on them that I haven't seen. Beloved. Did you read <laughs> things fall, things fall apart. No, no that's, that's a good the one. only one in that uh, that would have been taught in that class. I've read. So, so I think this would, this is going to be the tiebreaker. Um, wait a minute. Actually, I'd, I'm winning. Oh wait, I don't know I thought you both had two. No, All right, okay. you, you, wait, you had rock. This well, is important. Let's just say tiebreaker. This is tiebreaker. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? Nobody's gonna get it either. Anyway. Five points. We'll be waiting for you, Marshall, at the OK Corral. Oh, I do know what that is. Uh, Tombstone again? No. no. It's. A, I'll give you a clue. It's the. It also this the, the. It's also the name of a song. Rio Bravo. Duh. Uh, high noon. No. no. Um. Uh, any way you want it? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and it shares... All right. Tub thumping. Uh, the name shares uh, the name with of a protagonist of The Walking Dead. Daryl Dixon. Rick. No. Uh, Carl Mm-mm. Jr.? Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's, Lori! It's a... Uh, Darling Clementine. So I win. Oh, Neither Jesus of you got Christ. it. I win. All right, All right. fine. The audience My loses. Clementine. 1946. Oh, and I will be waiting, President Piper, at WrestleMania 12 on my Hollywood backlot wearing bells. And if you're lucky, little else. The thrill of beating you titillates me. It sends goosebumps up and down my curvy spine. And oh, yes. <laughs> here, here, here. Let's check that out. At least he was honest about his weight, that he's yeah. curvy. He is. Yeah. So, and then to prove how not gay this whole situation was, Roddy Piper then strips him down and then sprays him with a hose. Yeah. I have seen that clip recently. Yep. Where did uh, I watch a, that? They also have an OJ car chase, just so you know. It's <laughs> yes. 1994. I, I definitely yep. saw it. And that's. It's, or six. No, it was 96. Uh, yeah. 90, yeah what, was the, what was the fiction? So he was a fan of movies or. Did he? Did they have little movies that he starred in that we can all look up online? No, he never had movies that he starred in. Twenty-four um, Carat Productions, just, just a ruse. Ca- he loved old Hollywood, just like Vince McMahon's ancient stereotype of gay. And he, <laughs> he originally was just like he was all gold, so he was like the Oscar statue. Gays love old Hollywood. That's yeah. what they like, right, Pat? I I love it, old Hollywood. I go banana for it. Whatever you <laughs> say, Vince. No, come on, that's not a good Pat Patterson mm-hmm. from neither of us. No, come on. Oh, I love it, Pat. It go banana for it. I just I come from in Montreal. It's definitely that's a great, great Quebec accent. <laughs> Nobody write in to say how how amazing that was. Uh, so to go all the way back to the very first Uh-oh. wrestler slash actor, I'm baffled. The one who set the template that that pretty much everyone in this segment has used. Uh, probably the most famous. Hmm. I'll play him right now. You know what, Mr. Lawler? Yeah. I've heard all these things you've been saying about me on television. Yes. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me by him for style? All right, fine. I'm not afraid of you, Mr. Lawler, because let me tell you something. True, I only wrestle women, but I've wrestled (laughs) women that are a lot bigger and stronger than you. Matter of fact, they're probably smarter than you because you don't have any brains. You're from Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> All you do is plow the fields and farm and the farm and the uh, Is that how you talk about Memphis, Tennessee, Mr. Lawler? <laughs> See, Mr. Lawler, you don't have any brains. I am from Hollywood. I have the brains. That's how I win my matches. I say the... 
this, best. I don't know how I those equate. Like, I'm this. from Hollywood, therefore I'm smart. That I'm from Hollywood, and I think it's way out of print, is also the title of the documentary Ugh. about this, which stays... For me, it was the only information I had on this subject in a pre-internet world. Like, I, I never saw these it's matches like Comedy Central all the, all the yeah. time, and, and like I eventually ripped it off of Netflix, and um, it, it it's out of print. But remember, it's it's kayfabe the whole time, mm-hmm. including heavily Robin Williams mm-hmm. speaking the entire time on the whole situation. Yes, it's and so, and uh, uh, Richard, uh, Richard. Uh, uh, Michael Richards and um, I think Jay Leno even pops in. Like yeah. it's really weird. It's I don't know who it's, produced it, where it aired. It's so good. I'm from Hollywood. The Andy Kaufman Jerry yeah. Lawler story is so good that it was never confirmed for me. Like, okay, seriously, was that real? <laughs> what was he thinking? It was never confirmed for me until I saw Man on the Moon. That was the mm-hmm. big scene in Man on the it, Moon of like the behind the scenes. It is shot the only it. time I'd ever saw anybody acknowledge that that was a gimmick. Yeah, it was and, so well, and that that Jerry Lawler could convincingly play, play himself, himself twenty years later, mm-hmm. like. I think it's possible, probably because uh, Lawler is a clean living dude. He yep. says like he he loves soda and Twinkies, loves them, but that's his only. Mm. Well, I wouldn't and, say that's his only vice. And very young women. That I wouldn't. That keeps him young. <laughs> keeps him young. Uh, anyway, yeah, no. The I wish I got to interview Lawler, and I should have asked him an Andy Kaufman question, but that was. That was not the point of going to a uh, a video game press. He was even though we were in Hollywood, we were in Hollywood because uh, he was because what yeah. what league was that? At the that, time? Was, uh, that was Memphis, Memphis wrestling. Memphis yep. wrestling Memphis and, and wrestling. Lawler was sort of the king of that. He that's last night. Fastlane was in Memphis, Tennessee, <laughs> and he was like that is still that's Lawler. how they riffle in Memphis. <laughs> Sorry, and that everybody talks up how great Lawler is because he was on top in Memphis. For 20 years, doing the best work ever. Like, Jerry Lawler is garbage now and, like, a shadow of a shadow of his former mm-hmm. self. Well, yeah, whatever. But when he was a wrestler in the 80s and 70s, he was the I best. would bet, knowing Texas the way I do, which is not very much, <laughs> there were people in that arena who grew up with pictures of Lawler in their house. You mean oh, Tennessee. Yeah. It, like, what did Memphis. I say? You, said, you Texas. said Texas. It's not Texas? No, Memphis, Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee. isn't Texas. King Come on, Memphis, guys. Tennessee. Memphis is on the Mason-Dixon We line, don't do man. a geography show. Mm. I'm talking <laughs> about Tennessee, say, Texas here. As somebody from the South, I know, as somebody from Arkansas, I know people in Tennessee would be pissed off if you say they're from Texas. <laughs> they're all the same to me, you <laughs> fucking hayseeds. <laughs> pull the... <laughs> Dude. Dude, dude, dude. Pull the... Yes. Put, take the gigam out of your mouth. <laughs> Speak clearly. <laughs> Acknowledge that I'm from California. Me. <laughs> I'm doing a good, doing a good Kaufman here. Uh, but yeah, the the Kaufman stuff was great because he loved wrestling. Like he was a big wrestling fan when but it wasn't that, cool at all. That whole yeah. gimmick of like I'm only gonna wrestle women is so funny. Yeah, is so funny. And, and like the whole world is not completely on to wrestling for being what it is. So he's be. He looks like a monster to like. Yeah. I think people back in California, yeah. you only wrestle women. Like, yeah, I love that. No line more questions. I like that. The line Courtney Love said to him in in uh, when after she wrestled boner? him the first time, that he's like he thought he taped his boner down, and that's yes. what he. But uh, yeah, the, also the story goes that Andy Kaufman first asked yeah. Vince McMahon, a senior, if he could do it there. But Vince was like, I don't want a Hollywood guy here. And so then he goes down to Memphis, and Jerry Lawler's like, "Shit, yeah, yeah. no one will ever be talking about that thirty years." Well, from this now. is this was Vince's dad, and I think I, it was one of those things. They sound yeah. the same, yeah. They Don't they? Did, but but Vince, okay, but also the SNL <laughs> fanboy. I remember watching an episode where like the SNL audience mm-hmm. hated the wrestling. Yeah, uh, Lord Michaels has had a legit. 
call in to never have Andy Kaufman appear, like vote, oh. and they voted him to never be on Saturday Night Live that, again. That they did. <laughs> that they did. And because that, they hated the uh, wrestling so much. Letterman clip is awesome in the documentary, and then Letterman makes one of his many appearances starring only as himself in the Man on the Moon movie and delivers the line poorly <laughs> because they, they get in this huge fight. Lawler slaps Kaufman on Letterman. Uh, Kaufman grabs Letterman's coffee and throws it at mm-hmm. him, and they break them up. And uh, he, they just start. Andy Kaufman just starts screaming curse words, <laughs> and they pull them out of there. And then there's just with a camera on Letterman standing there, like what? The f- Some of those words you can say on television, <laughs> but what you can't do is throw coffee. No. <laughs> such was, a good, such a he, good pull. He apparently wasn't in on it. Is the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, it, that every now we're talking about it. Everybody was imitating Kaufman. Like Kaufman mm-hmm. really did like set. Yeah. He, he he was a trendsetter in 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 stand up too, and in acting. But like here as well, like with wrestling, he set he he was the best bad guy we, ever. I wasn't even I don't even think I was awake enough to like or born to see these things when they happened. But there was no heel that healy other than maybe Piper mm-hmm. back when I was watching wrestling. He went way over the top to make everybody hate him. Mm-hmm. And he's he's that's. A then, shot from Hollywood. This and he's like, I think he says, "I'm in front of my pool yeah. in Hollywood, California." Yep. And then when he took the pile driver, which was a killer move back then, he's like, he acts like he's dead. His neck has been broken. He's like, "I'm gonna sue you. I'm gonna sue. I'm gonna I'll sue I'm gonna, I'm gonna sue everybody in the audience." It's so good. Uh, I'm watching so that doc again. I have I have another clip of uh, Andy Kaufman. It's not that much different, but just because all of his stuff is gold, I'm gonna play it. You fans who started booing and hissing me tonight, don't try that again. Don't try that again. I am a star, and next time I come here, I want you all to get down on your knees and bow down to me. And if I pass you by, kiss my feet. You bunch of slimy hicks from Memphis, Tennessee. You hicks, go and plow the the fields and the farms, you little hicks. Just keep running your jaw, and you'll have worse than you got right now. What does that even mean? Uh, <laughs> God, I love it. I'm I'm from Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Look it up, people. I'm sure it's on YouTube because it's way out of print. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, he also had dinner. He had my he had my <laughs> breakfast with uh, no my dinner with uh, Blassie. Yeah, yeah. See that one I couldn't watch. Like that, I feel like that was almost on as much as the original uh, as the. I didn't I'm from Hollywood. Oh, like they also had the Comedy one Central had yeah. no shows. They had the the, mm. the, the, the Freddie Blassie movie, but I couldn't ever watch it because it was just like a straight like I'm having. It's, Lunch with it's one Blassie. of those Kaufman jokes that I think is fun yeah. to make a passing reference to that happening to people. But if you were there, it's like and he yeah. read Great Gatsby to you yeah. in full, you would be miserable. Yeah. I need to and listen to that album they just released like, of Kaufman. Ver- yeah, that uh, Vernon Chapman. Uh, no, it's, no it's, it's, I think partially it's him interviewing prostitutes and like it's <laughs> it's really weird. Like it's it it was produced by one of the Wonder Shows and guys who's like the biggest fan of Andy Kaufman. He's like, you know, I want to show people. And, and part of it is like that it made people uncomfortable. And that's what he loved. Not, <laughs> not, he loves seeing the discomfort in the moment. Like, where, where was it even hit? Like he took the character into his talk show pilot and his talk show format was to build the desk. So it stood 20 feet over <laughs> the guest sitting next to him. Cause he was that much more important. But there's also, oh God, there, he he appeared on a he appeared on a like an American Bandstand type show on NBC, and he just sang uh, this song that was one lyric over and over again. It's just like you the left me. No, no, no. It was like you left me, and I hate you. Oh God, I forget the line. 
If whatever. Andy Kaufman's great. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for this episode Ooh. of Cheap Popcast. Uh, do you two hicks have plugs? I do because I'm from San Francisco. I'm from California and I have my own podcast. <laughs> and this week we're asking a question that's more important than who deserved the Oscar or should gays get married. We're asking an even more important query. Is it He-Man, Ninja Turtle, or Transformer? That's what we're asking. It is an action figure quiz down where I name... I love that I'm naming names and people are like, that's actually a Transformer too. <laughs> like I just said, uh, Hotspot, Transformer, Ninja Turtle, or He-Man. And it turns out it's might be all. <laughs> it might be all well, of them. Well, Chris, you may want to talk down to the proud people what? of this podcast, but oh. I know that they are the big fans of a comic book podcast called Cape Crisis. <clears throat> We're all law-abiding citizens of America can tune in and listen to talk about uh, comic books and graphic novels every single week. What do we talk? I mm. bet you won't. You're too cowardly oh. to mention what we talked about last week. We talked about Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Forty years of superhero sketches yeah. because I got more time than you <laughs> and streaming broadband because I'm from California. <laughs> That's my impression of Memphis, Tennessee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and if you're your big, fat, stupid Tennessee fingers can click on a subscribe or a five-star icon on iTunes. Could you do that for us, please? Well, if that don't beat all. You idiots. I think uh, this episode will find out if we have any listeners I'm Tennessee. sorry. Yes, we're, so, we're, we're very grateful I'm for... Channeling Kaufman. I'm very grateful for Curry. all listeners, all, all commenters, everyone who uh, leaves a good review. Gives well, us five a, stars. Well, as a fan of the Arkansas Razorbacks, I'm not a fan of Tennessee in that respect. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a fan of commenters. Here's my impression to you. Doop, doop, doop. <laughs> doop, doop, doop. I'm, I'm pantomiming a keyboard. Uh, doop, doop, doop. Uh, but seriously, comment. <laughs> so how uh, well, we close out each episode of Cheap Popcast or each pay-per-view uh, following podcast the same way where we uh, we recap the previous prediction contest. So for uh, the Royal Rumble, Henry, you got the most predictions right of the uh, the hosts. Uh -huh. I had I had three correct answers. You had four. Brett had two. So I'm not the worst. Mm. What about Fastlane? Fastlane, I haven't I haven't tabulated that okay. yet. But uh, the the um, most accurate predictor among amongst the commenters for uh, last month's prediction contest was uh, Tron, and he chose the the theme for Jake the Snake Roberts, mm. which will be closing us out. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Mm -hmm.